Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Hello, and welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know. I hope this finds you well during this holiday season and looking forward to the new year. This episode is presented in partnership with the Durango Songwriters Expo. For 25 years, the Durango Songwriters Expo has brought together artists and writers of all genres to create opportunities for them to get heard and develop relationships with both the industry and other attendees. You can find more information at durango-songwriters-expo.com. Today, we feature rising pop singer-songwriter Haley Bell. At just 19 years old, Haley has already been recognized for her work, receiving the 2019 Best Female Pop Artist of the Year Award and the 2020 Best Pop Song Award by the Indie Music Channel. By writing constantly with her collaborators, all while studying business as a full-time college student, Haley is busy creating many different pathways for herself in the music profession. During the show, we'll hear three songs from Haley. We'll hear Chill, Right at the Wrong Time, and Something So Real. So let's get it started with Chill by Haley Bell on Joy Sounds. Unwind, we don't need a reason, we got nothing but time. Nothing but time I'm fine Even if we don't go anywhere for the night I wouldn't mind We don't have to talk, we don't have to say nothing All the drama in the world, we don't have to get caught in, yeah Unwind We don't need a reason, we got nothing but time Nothing but time we're just gonna chill We're just gonna chill oh. We're just gonna chill We're just gonna chill Chill like the breeze, just you and me, yeah Nowhere to be, no guarantees We're just gonna chill Passion, how it's frozen in time Feeling the vibe Rewind Dancing in slow motion Do whatever we like Ever we like We don't have to talk We don't have to say nothing All the drama in the world We don't have to get caught in Yeah Unwind We don't need a reason We got nothing but time Nothing but time We're just gonna chill Yeah. 
And that was Chill by Haley Bell. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Haley Bell. Hi, Haley. Hi. What a cool song. I love that. It, it lives up to its name. It's it's chill. Very chill. Yeah. That was the whole point, and I'm glad it came across. During these times that are so tense and filled yeah. with tension uh, from a variety of things in our culture and our time, to just hear the message, can't we just chill? I yeah. think it's so timely. That's exactly what we were going for when writing this song. We did it during quarantine. And there's so much happening. And if you just think of taking that one person you love or even a group of people that you love and just go, like I picture it as going to somewhere tropical or just somewhere so peaceful and just chilling with them and just kind of picturing that euphoric state of just being so happy. That's kind of what I wanted to come across because right now it's so stressful. Everything is so crazy and so different. And so I wanted a song that just gave off that chill vibe, like just just relax, you know, even if it's in your home, if you can listen to the song. You know, my brother was telling me that one night he was super stressed. He just played my song and just sat back and relaxed and he just felt relaxed and I was so happy about that. I was like, that's exactly what I was going for. So that's awesome. We as writers, we as artists are mm -hmm. reflecting our time. And it's really interesting is that instead of us sort of contributing to the noise and shouting and things like that, you're giving us, I think, some really good advice right now. Yeah. Just chill. Surround yourself with the people you love and forget about the rest. You know, just for a moment, it doesn't have to be something that you live day by day, but because obviously there, it's good to stress. It's good to have like ambitions and go for them, but just sometimes just sit back and relax and chill. So it doesn't surprise me to learn that this was written during quarantine time because yeah. as, as a direct response. So that, that all now starts to make a lot of sense. Yeah. And logistically, how did you make that possible? Because I know that there's um, you know, some extra hurdles in doing some collaborations and some production and those types of yeah. things. But you, you were able to make it work, obviously. Yes. Yes. We were able to make it work. These writers have become part of my family. And so at the beginning of quarantine, they actually came to my house and because we have a guest house and we kind of just quarantined together. They stayed here for a week and we just wrote so many songs together. And yeah, they just became part of the family. So it was kind of cool to quarantine with some writers, you know. You used shutdown as a writer's retreat. Exactly. And, you know, we'd go in the hot tub and write some songs. <laughs> we, you know, we spent breakfast, lunch and dinner together. It was really cool. And I know a lot of people can't have that experience, but I, that's why I was just so grateful for it. You know, they had just moved here, didn't know too many people. They knew me. And so it's like, come stay with us. You know, we're all safe. And it was it was just so much fun. You're currently 19 years old, right? Yes, okay. I am. But you've been at this for quite some time. Um, yeah. Music and writing is something that you've done throughout your childhood. Pretty much. I wrote my first song at 11 and it came out on my 12th birthday. 
I remember that. I was super excited. It was called China Doll. Mm-hmm. Super, I mean, obviously extremely embarrassing to listen to now, but also a huge part of where I've become. I get embarrassed when it plays, but I'm like, that was me at 11. All my friends that were 11 weren't writing songs. Like, it was just like, I think it's so cool to have that and put it out there. And I had the best experience. I was able to record a music video with all of my friends for that song. I've just been doing it for so long and still love it every single day. Right from the start, was this something that you were like, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to be doing? Was it was it pretty, yeah. pretty clear for you? Absolutely not. It oh, was- no kidding. All right. I've obviously grown up and changed so much. I've always been singing. That was always something I love to do, you know, being in talent shows and everything. But I was actually pretty, not pressured, but my mom and my singing teacher were talking and they're just like, we think she should write songs. So I wasn't the one that initiated it. Mm. It was more like my mom was like, hey, how about you sit down today and write a song? And I went back and forth with her. I was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. She was kind of just like, I think it's going to be really cool. And if you hate it, then that's totally fine. But I think because you love singing, why not write your own music? You're going to get tired of singing everyone else's. So I sat down, I wrote China It All. I believe I wrote it in about two days, I want to say. You know, I wasn't obviously in love with it the first time because it was it was a lot of work i was 11 years old i want to go play with my friends like i want to go here but after i think the moment i realized how much i loved it was when i heard the final product of it and the feedback that i got from it you know my whole family was and my friends would listen to it and my friends little sisters and little brothers would come up to me and tell me they heard my song and i think that's when i was like okay, maybe I'm not terrible at this. Because obviously I didn't know. Sure. I was just doing it because I was suggested to do it. And then I kept writing and ended up making somewhat of an album. It it was called um, Here I Come. That was like my first little album. And I had some cover songs in there too. And we actually decided to sell the album and all the profits would go to the Zoe's Foundation which Mm. is sex trafficking, because me and my family were very invested in that charity. And so after that, I feel like was when I was like, wow, my music is doing good. I was, again, very young. I think I raised $1,500, maybe a little more off of just my music, you know, people buying my little album for $10. And I made that much money that I was able to donate to an amazing foundation. Yeah, I think that was the starting point. So it took a couple of years of trial and error to finally get to that point where it was just so much fun. Absolutely. And and you saw the impact. You saw the immediate impact. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking a little bit uh, before off air that you had then sort of sought out your education and to develop your skills by going to a lot of these different conferences that they have yeah. for songwriters and artists <laughs> and those types of things. I want to hear about that experience. How valuable was that experience in terms of getting in with those other songwriters and learning from them? The conference that I went to is the Durango Songwriting Convention. Absolutely love that conference. It's two times a year. Well, Technically three, but the third one is primarily for film and TV. Mm -hmm. So I just went to that one on Zoom a couple weeks ago because they obviously couldn't have the conference in person. Yeah, it's just 
a convention full of songwriters and music industry professionals. So basically you take a few of your songs into a session with a panel of about four, three to four A&R music representatives and you play them little snippets of your music and they give you feedback. And it's amazing because you first of all get feedback, but also the songwriters that are sitting in on the session can be like, oh, that music's cool. They'll come up to you after and you'll talk and get each other's numbers. And that's just, it's like the best way to meet people who are doing exactly what you're doing right? and in the same position that you are in. Because that's tricky to do that outside oh, of the music world to sort of find impossible. those, pe- yeah, to find those people, right? Yeah. And so I've been going to that since I was 14. I just love it. That's how I met the people that I write with. Because you meet one person, you meet 10 people with that one person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about who you know. And there's connections with everybody. It's just amazing. I've loved going to the conferences and I still and planning on going to them as long as I can. I'd love to hear another song from you, but in doing so, I'd love to use it as an opportunity to sort of talk about the life cycle of your creative process. The next song that we're going to play is Right at the Wrong Time. And if you can, can you walk us through the start to finish? How does this happen for you? When does it start as a small idea? And then how does it get developed and produced yeah. into this final end result that we get a chance to hear? So I think it's different for every writer and every artist. For me, definitely based off of my emotions. I'm a very emotional writer. So all of my songs have deeper meaning than they might come out as because that's how I find so much satisfaction in writing is through storytelling and through my personal experiences because what I go through is what millions of other people go through. My experiences are not just mine. And if I can put it into a song that other people can relate to, that's the whole goal. I want to make people feel something in every one of my songs I want someone to feel something. And so I'll start off with either having a terrible day or something will happen or a great day, depending on what the song is. And I really have to be feeling something so strong. First, I write out the lyrics, which is different, again, for every artist or songwriter. Some people start with the music, start with the melody, whatever, put words to it. I've always been kind of the odd one out. Not a lot of people relate to how I write. Yeah, it's unusual. I I write the lyrics first, then I'll just sit at my keyboard and just play around with different chords until I find kind of a solid, basic melody. Then either I'll pull up loops on YouTube, which I love loops. I think they're amazing. And I'll kind of just sing along to the loops until I can find a cooler melody put it back onto the keyboard because keyboard, you know, one chord or at a time doesn't give you enough inspiration for me to write some cool melodies. And so I'll do that. Or I'll call one of the producers that I'm working with and be like, Hey, this is my idea. I'll send them the voice memo. They'll be like either, Hey, I have a track that kind of fits perfectly or let me make you something. And then that's kind of how it goes really amazing because I'm able it's so therapeutic I think that's why I love it so much Mm. I speak from the heart I'm a very 
emotion, not overly emotional, but you know, I feel things for people. And some of my songs I write because of the people I love that are hurting or something. I think to be able to put it into a song, it's, it's just crazy to me. I still, it's a little bit of magic every time, isn't it? It is. And it's like my own child, you know, Yeah. because every song is a part of my life. So this is Right at the Wrong Time by Haley Bell on Joy Sounds. Hope, hope is what I'm holding on. It's light, but it's what gets me through the night. Love, my love for you was never gone. I hope your darkest feelings see the light. The only reason that I miss the pain Is cause you caused it I couldn't stop it My heart's so tired, you don't feel the same That's when I lost it I lost to myself On days when I fall on day I wish you would call it Pains me inside You're miles away Said you need a space to change Oh Maybe we were right But we met at the wrong time Peace, peace is what I hope you find You'll find it in yourself and just slow down Time, time will help us realize If we should still hold on or turn around The only reason that I miss the pain Is cause you caused it couldn't stop it My heart's so tired You don't feel the same That's when I lost it I lost to myself On days when I fall On days when I cry I wish you would call it Pains me And that was Haley Bell with Right at the Wrong Time. This one, I wrote it and finished it a little over a year ago. It's self-explanatory that with anybody, it could be a friendship or a relationship or whoever, you know, sometimes things are so right, but at just a terrible time. 
you know, I was definitely in a really bad, like not bad mindset, but I was, it was a rough time when I wrote this song. And I think you can hear that in the lyrics. It was very emotional for me. I think, you know, so many people, again, can relate to that because I'm sure everybody has been with somebody or had a friendship and it was just like, this is not the right time. It's just life. It happens. You got this very distinctive voice very distinctive approach as an artist. I'm wondering, are you right now wrestling with that duality of that, that, that identity of either artist or songwriter? Do you have a preference? How, where are you most comfortable? Where do you like to live? Now, that has been something that has been tugging at me for a very long time. When I first started, I was just a little girl. You know, I loved Hannah Montana. It was like, oh my goodness, that my dream is to be in front of everybody and perform in front of everybody. I want everyone to know who I am. Then I grew up a little bit (laughs) and realized that I'm okay with being an artist. You know, I love the music aspect of it. I think that I've definitely been struggling with it, with the fact of, I kind of just love being behind the scenes. Is that right? That's, you're, that's where you're more comfortable, huh? That's where I'm way more comfortable. And I'm not opposed to going the artist route. I think that whatever happens will be what's best for me. And so it's like, I'm definitely pursuing more of the writing, but okay, if one of my songs somehow gets big or somehow people find out who I am, then that's what was supposed to happen. And I'll deal with it when I get to that point. And I will go about it in the best way that I can. I just feel like I don't know right now. You know, no one really knows what it would feel like to be this huge artist unless you're ex- in that position. It's really up in the air. That's great. But definitely writing is my passion. And if I could do that for the rest of my life and be behind the scenes and make a life out of that, that would be the dream. And I think it's perfectly okay for you to comfortably say, I just don't know right now, or I'm so, I'm yeah. kind of working it through. I, I actually, I think that it's a very yeah. healthy thing for you to just go ahead and ad- admit that, you, you know, maybe it'll find its own pathway for you. Yeah, because I think the best things in life are the things that you don't plan on happening. It's funny because that's actually one of the lyrics in one of my songs, but it's so true. I live by that. It's like the more you push for something and like obviously working for something's different, but it's like just letting things happen sometimes naturally and organically end up being the best. Like I think about that in everything, the relationships that I've gotten into I didn't try so hard to get them. It just happened. And it's been the best thing in my life. And so that's what I try to live by. It's like work for what you want, but accept for what you get. You've received some acknowledgments along the way, um, specifically from Indie Music Channel, where you've received Best Female Pop Artist recognition and Best Pop Song recognition for Shy Girl. And I know from working with a lot of artists, everybody goes through their ups and downs, their challenges and those types of things. And do those little moments of affirmation help move you forward? Does that does that get things going again if you if you are feeling a little like, oh man, I don't I don't know about this. Does that does that help? Yeah. I am very hard on myself and I've known that from the beginning. So I'll write a song and I'll have so many doubts. You know, I'll love it and be good with it. But I'm very much a perfectionist when it comes to my music. So I think a song is never finished. 
personally. I think there's always something, but it comes to the point where either my mom or the people I work with are like, okay, it's done. Like it is as good as it's going to get. And I'm just, I have to finish it. And so when I get awards for it, it's really is amazing. You know, it makes me feel like, okay, I did what I did and it came out in a way that inspired other people and other people heard it the way that I heard it. No matter what people say, when people compliment your music, it feels good. You know? Absolutely. We talked about the duality that you are sort of thinking through about this artist life, songwriter life, but you also have the added level of being a full-time student, which is admirable. But I've (laughs) got to imagine that maintaining that schedule and that obligation dedicated to your studies as a full-time student, plus I know how time-consuming songwriting and production and releasing is. How have you been keeping that up? It's been tough. At the same time, I feel like I've realized that at this point in my life should be the craziest point. You know, it should be the point where I'm working way harder, you know, because I'm trying to get to the point in my life where I can start making my own life, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's definitely challenging on some days where it's like, oh my goodness, I have so much homework, but I have to get this done and this music. And, you know, I will I have moments of panic. It's completely normal. But then I sit back and I'm like, all of this panic and all of this stress and worry, it's going to be so worth it once I get to the point that I want to be at. And talking to my parents about it and how when they were in college, their stressful times, they, you know, worked full time and went to school full time and, you know, worked three or four jobs. It's like, this is the point where you're supposed to be, you know, that's right. in a state of panic almost. And I wasn't actually in school last year. I, well, I kind of was, I did some music classes. So I took music business and production. And then this year it was like, okay, let's try to get more into business because I've had a passion for business and starting my own business and, I think having a degree in that would be beneficial for the music business as well. It's just about trying to do everything as much as I can. Completely agree with you. This is the time to make this investment in yourself. Like it's now or never. What does the future hold for Haley Bell? I wish I knew. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. It's like, again, kind of what I said is it's, it's so up in the air. I obviously want to finish school. I want to get my business degree. I want to keep writing as much as I possibly can, keep collabing with even different people. You know, obviously during these times, I've had a lot of Zoom calls with people, which is weird, but also kind of cool at the same time. It's like I can still write and be at a distance. So just making more music. Hopefully my goal is to start getting songs synced. I think that would be really cool. It's a great way to start kind of making money in the Mm -hmm. business and hopefully start making a living for myself, which is the ultimate, you know, it's, it's, it's a big goal to be on my own and be able to provide for myself through music, which would be amazing. So I think syncing is really cool. I want to get more into writing songs that aren't mine, that aren't on my artist project. So as of right now, that's where I'm heading. There's no specific road I'm taking. I wish I could walk on one road, but unfortunately that's not how it works in this business. There are crazy turns and <laughs> That's for sure. And and yeah. and by doing this, I, I'm I feel uh, confident that the road will present itself. So Yeah. I think it's one of those things where 
you take a step and the road isn't there, but it will show up, you know, like I just picture it in like, I don't know, a video game or something where you're walking and the road just appears as you're walking, you know, it's so true and it's not going to go straight. It's going to go so many different directions. Haley, it's been so great to meet you and get a chance to talk to you. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, it's been so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and but before we let you go, let's hear another song. And this song is called Something So Real. This one's actually a very dear to my heart. It was about the boyfriend that I'm with right now. It was one of his, it was a gift to him. And I surprised him with this song. And it's just about how much I love him and how much I appreciate him. And I think, again not just for me, so many other people, they just want something so real. And I found that and it's amazing. And it's an awesome feeling to have. And so I think it's just, it's just a good song to listen to when you really care about somebody. So this is Something So Real by Haley Bell on Joy Sounds. Eyes open up in the daylight And you're the first thing on my mind I lay awake all night wondering how you could be mine honestly I didn't see where it is now at first now at first but you got me falling so hard and it hurts and it hurts all I Don't ever, ever wanna let you go I don't ever, ever 
Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.